Welcome to the Going Merry Podcast, the ultimate One Piece rewatch podcast on the internet. My name is Derek and I am your host. And as always, I've got my other two co-hosts, Whitney and Amanda. Whitney, how are you today? I'm doing all right. I'm ready to duel. Ready for a duel. Okay. Yep. Who are you dueling against? Are you going to be my opponent? I was kidding. <laughs> you know, I'll pick up my sword. That sounded odd. Amanda, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. Looking forward to seeing this duel. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm tired. I'm trying to figure out what duel you're talking about. Okay. Me and Whitney, I am caught up now. That's the one you were referring to. <laughs> yes. Okay. Are you okay? <laughs> yes we will yeah okay we're good we're good i'll i'll get there i'll get there i need a red bull <laughs> so uh we watched episodes 68 through 72 this week yeah 72 what did you uh what did you think of these episodes amanda these were fun um i wasn't quite sure if they were i know you mentioned there were some bits that were not canon Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out which bits those were, and I kind of <laughs> these, couldn't. So <laughs> these were hard to figure out what was canon and what wasn't. Yeah, in, uh, sixty-eight I mean, to sixty-nine. Yeah, yeah, they didn't seem as separate as the last section of mm-hmm. um, that little girl. Yeah, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it was entertaining. I liked the dinosaurs. <laughs> Spoiler <laughs> oh, alert. <laughs> so it was kind of funny after we recorded last week annabelle texts me like an hour and later and she goes did santi just drop a t-rex i'm like yes <laughs> yeah he did he got them glutes <laughs> <laughs> whitney what do you think of these episodes yeah same they were fun um new new characters i always like those um really like the dinosaurs of course, I'm like a huge dinosaur Jurassic Park fan, so that was kind of fun for me. But um, I don't think I knew that. I was, not, I was not expecting to see some characters that we hadn't seen in a very long time. <laughs> um, honestly, I'll get into it, but wasn't as disappointed as I thought I was going to be. <laughs> Same. <laughs> yeah. I'm gl- you know what? That's interesting because that was going to be one of my questions is how you were feeling on that one. So we can get into that more later. Um, okay. So I guess I've really enjoyed these episodes. Um, I'm excited for the buildup here that we're getting on Little Garden. And because like we've kind of got, you know, four Baroque Baroque Works agents that have arrived at Little Garden now. Plus, we've got the Straw Hats very spread out and these two new characters in Dorian Broggy. I I always forget if it's Brogy or Broggy. It's so if I say it, it wrong, Broggy, then, huh? I think it was Broggy. Broggy, I think it is too, because I think Dory and Brogy they like kind of Bro- sound similar in like the it way you say Dougie. the O, and I think it's the opposite. So I think it I'm is Broggy. Myself now. See, I'm pretty sure it's Broggy. I, I'm pretty sure it's Broggy. Oh no, <laughs> I don't, I don't remember us. honestly. <laughs> See, I'm no help. <laughs> I'm going to say Broggy, and if I'm wrong, well, then fuck me. Yeah. Forgive <laughs> uh, us. Yeah. Um, but, and then the scenes with Kobe and Hel- Helmeppo, um, 
you know, yeah, I'm okay with seeing them again. I was really excited for a certain other character that appeared in those scenes for the first time. So he's definitely a fan favorite. We can get into that uh, later. Um, you guys ready to jump into 68? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. Okay. Back on the Marine base where Luffy and Zoro met, Kobe and Helmeppa work as chore boys for the Marines. The two struggle to find their way as Marines, and Helmeppo in particular is unclear how he could be happy in his new life. The unit of Marines is given orders to hand off Captain Morgan to Vice Admiral Garp so he can be taken to Marine HQ for a court-martial. In the handoff, Morgan slices up Garp and takes Helmeppo hostage to make his escape. Kobe jumps in the ocean to follow Morgan and rescue Helmeppo. While the two chore boys are unable to bring Morgan back, he does allow them to return to the Marines with their lives. Garp is impressed with the dedication shown by the chore boys and decides to take them to Marine HQ. So in, in these first two episodes, kind of what I gathered in mind, because like, like you guys said, it was kind of hard to decipher what was filler and what wasn't. Like, I think the multitude of flashbacks can be considered filler probably and i think most of the straw hat scenes were filler but there's i can't remember if it's this episode or the next episode there's a point where like nami looks at a newspaper and yeah. kind of freaks out a little bit and they show her later putting it in a drawer i'm pretty sure that's not uh filler because i i think that that comes back later in, in some more episodes. So I, I don't think that that part is filler. But uh, Whitney, what did you think of episode 68 in particular? Um, I liked it. I, I love seeing the Straw Hat crew, especially in these kind of episodes that are split between locations. And I, mm. I usually miss seeing them more when we're somewhere else. But um, seeing Helmeppo and Kobe again was unexpected. I mean, I figure I'd see him again eventually, but I didn't know it was going to happen now. Um, I, do I like Kobe now? <laughs> I feel bad for both of them. Yeah. And I feel like he's, I'm trying, I'm struggling to remember why I hated him so much. And I think it's because he was like. Very whiny. Maybe, he was whiny. Yeah. Whiny and like a scaredy cat kind of guy. And now he's not like that anymore and I guess another surprise that I had was how big of an effect Luffy had on Kobe mm -hmm. like it seems like his entire uh drive is because of what Luffy said and did for him the last time that they were together um because he he basically uh attributes everything he's achieved so far to Luffy right because mm -hmm. Luffy out for his goal and he's like I'm gonna do the same and if it wasn't for Luffy I wouldn't be here um which is funny because Helmeppo blames Luffy for where he's mm -hmm. at now he, <laughs> he complains throughout these first two episodes of how he used to live this really lavish life he was the son of a well-respected marine or I guess a well-feared I don't know about respected but um and he misses being like that um because now he's just mopping the floors and doing laundry and everything else for free. But um, back to the straw hats. 
it really, I, I don't get super grossed out by Luffy often, but the fact that he ate a whole bucket of bugs really <laughs> grossed me out. Um, and then as soon as I heard that, I was like, this is filler. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess it, it goes with the character. I, I suppose it does. I was like, it's fitting, but they <laughs> said that they were going to use the duck as bait. And I was like, you keep your hands off that duck. You are not going to, this, this show threatens animal abuse all the time. And it like, that's one thing that drives me insane. Cause I know they're not real, but I'm like, quit beating up the animals. <laughs> you know? And every time I saw an animal in these episodes, I was like, do not hurt that animal. Like in the next few, I think you guys know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I did not want the animals to be hurt, but um, it was pretty crazy uh, that they ended up having to work for free for 50 years when they blew up the building 50 years like who's gonna be a marine when they turn what like 60 something almost 70 um and then this guy shows up and i think this is who you were kind of hinting at in your intro Mm -hmm. vice admiral garp Mm -hmm. (laughs) um he's got swag right (laughs) i mean just look at him he's got the dog is that a helmet would you call it a helmet i think it's more like a it reminds me of like what mushers would wear in alaska like you know behind the huskies or whatever like those toboggan hats sure (laughs) and and his ship looks like a dog which automatically i'm there i'm here for it because dogs are like my favorite thing so um and i it seemed like he was going to be this really uh formidable marine and then not really (laughs) kind of the doofus um what if i told you he is one of the strongest of all the marines well i then i need him to show it i need him to uh okay he he was the first hint of that was he said he hadn't slept for days because he was trying to set a record for eating donuts which i mean respect Oh, I, I laughed hysterically at that. So he seems he seems like a genial guy. He's not, you know, hard ass like uh, Axe Hand. Axe Hand. Axe Hand Morgan. Yeah. Axe Hand Morgan. Um, and he's not smoker who has like zero sense of humor. Um, but it very quickly let Axe Hand um, escape, right? Mm-hmm. And. If he couldn't have been a bigger jerk, we saw that he was because he literally took his own son hostage um, and doesn't care about his son at all. So um, what was it? Uh, Kobe says that he's just going to capture Axan Morgan himself. And somebody says he's either brave or dumb or just dumb. And I was like, well, yeah, because Kobe is like this scaredy, shivering (laughs) you know, chore mm-hmm. boy in front of a cannon, but he goes for it anyway. And so I feel like the old Kobe would never have done something like that. Agreed. So in my notes, I was like, do I like Kobe now? I think I might. Right. Um, but it, you can see how that's like furthering the story because the vice admiral decides to take him and Helmeppo with him. And now they're going to the grand line. So it's like, Oh, Luffy meet up. That's all I'm hoping for now is for him to meet Luffy again. And mm-hmm. I want him to be a pirate, but I don't want him to not follow his dreams of becoming a Marine. So I don't know how you could do both. Yeah. Yeah, that would be difficult. Um, Amanda, what did you think of this episode? 
I enjoyed this one. Um, like I said briefly earlier, it made me feel bad for Kobe and Helmeppo, which I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting to happen. Um, Axehan's really mean to Helmeppo, just like <laughs> unnecessarily. Like, he says things that are just mean, and then he's a terrible dad. Hostage at the end, yeah, super, just yeah. terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, Kobe's attitude seems not. I don't know if that's changed, but he's less whiny for sure mm-hmm. and he seems really loyal which is nice um mm-hmm. like he's a total goofy stan a little bit yeah. of a clinger but <laughs> <laughs> um but it's nice creepy. that yeah it's it's nice that he seems like really motivated by um using like luffy as a role model kind of seems like what's happening there um and he goes after his friend Helmopo. <laughs> which is nice um there was one funny thing i forget who said this but somebody told kobe basically i'm gonna send you to hell but the (laughs) the subtitles just said go to hell kobe (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome it's very uh yeah very summarized there (laughs) and then i don't know if this was a character who he never said anything i don't think but maybe he was one of garp's crew but there's a dude who's dressed like Columbo. Yeah. Just like he's got like detective trench coat and hat on. I don't know who that is, but that's a cool outfit. Oh, um I think is is he the one that was kind of watching Kobe and Helmeppo mm-hmm. in the next episode? Yeah. Yeah. Um, my subtitles called him Bogart. Bogart. Okay. Ooh. I think that sounds right. I like that nice. name too. That's that's a fitting name. Yeah, for sure. Because he seems like, like Amanda said, the very like silent detective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a film noir kind of kind of yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I really liked this episode. It was interesting to see, kind of, Helmeppo and Kobe starting to grow together. Um, Kobe still annoys the absolute piss out of me. Like, don't get me wrong, like, I, I like Kobe, but he he's definitely annoying. Um, I was really excited to see Garp. He was cracking me up because Whitney already brought up the donut thing. And there was another quote after, because uh, he, he got cut up by uh, Captain Morgan whenever Morgan escaped. And then a little bit later... Garp gets back up and one of the Marines says, Vice Admiral Garp, you're alive. I was certain that monster had killed you. And Garp said, what? One of the men's been killed? I can't believe I I slept through something like that. Who was it? And he's just like, (laughs) just blank. And then he looks down and sees the massive, massive cut out of his chest and he's like, oh, right. (laughs) It's like... It's like Garp. Kind of a dummy. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like. I actually told Alex at work. I was like, I forgot Garp was such a goof when he was introduced. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I was excited to see Garp. And actually, so it's interesting because Garp is in the live action One Piece. He was in both the teaser trailer. If you if you go back and watch the original teaser trailer again, they show an, a black Navy ship. And if you look on the front of the Navy ship, it shows the dog figurehead Ooh. for Garb. And so 
So that's in the teaser. And then in the official trailer that just came out last week, I guess it was, um, it actually shows Garp at Roger's execution. Um, he's got like a, he's like wearing a suit and he's got a cape on. Um, so Garp is going to be in the live action. I don't know how much of a role he's going to have just because he, I know they're going through the East blue arc in season one. And obviously we're just now meeting him. So he was not in the East blue arc in the anime. So I'm not sure how much of a role he's going to have, but he's definitely going to be in it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, I just Googled to see if I could see a picture of it because I definitely didn't notice. Um, and there's like a really quick shot and it, is it like it has black sails and like a dog's head with a bone. Yep, that's it. Right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. I'd like to find a YouTube video if anybody's done like a breakdown of the trailer. That Ooh, would be really yeah. cool. So there probably is, but it's probably also full of spoilers. But if, why would it be spoilery if it's only going to be the first arc? So there, I know there, and so some of them are, they're not going to matter much, but like, um, for instance, I know in the official trailer that was released, there was a lot of wanted posters that were for characters that we have not met yet in our watch through. Now, granted, I don't think it's a big deal to know um, who characters are that you're not meeting anytime soon, because honestly, it's you're going to forget about them by the time we get there. <laughs> so, um, but others, you know, I don't know. It just like Garp is a very spoiler heavy subject at this point in time. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I'm just going to leave it at that. <laughs> so yeah, if you definitely be careful looking up Garp because he's full of spoilers. <laughs> Whitney's jaw just dropped. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm looking at um, a cast list, and the guy that plays him, he's older, but he's pretty handsome. And mm-hmm. I think um, looking at the picture, I do remember this man from the trailer because um, they have a picture of <clears throat> it's Arlong and uh, Mihawk and another guy. He looks he's very clean cut. Um, he's wearing like a red tie. Mm-hmm. So I think that's who that's supposed that's to be. Prob- that's probably him. Yep, that's him. Oh, okay. I know you guys can't see when you're listening, but um, yeah, it's it looks like it's at the execution scene for sure. Yep. I don't know for sure. Yep. So maybe he was like, maybe they're going to show like he was the one that transported Roger to uh to log to Logtown or something like that. You know, I could see that being the case because that would make sense why he's at at the execution. Mm-hmm. Granted, he is one of the marine the marine big wigs, so it would make sense why he was there, regardless of yeah. if he transported him or not. But a lot of marines would be there if Gold Roger was being executed. Exactly. Um, makes sense. But yeah. Uh, anything else on this episode before we jump to episode sixty nine? Nice. now at marine hq 
Helmeppo and Kobe are feeling extremely overwhelmed with the amount of intense training they are going to have to do. Garp is pushing them extremely hard between the normal training and keeping up with their chores. While they have different reasons for wanting to succeed, Kobe and Helmeppo are determined to become top-tier officers and decide to do extra training at night on top of their standard regimen. Garp overhears Kobe talking about his pirate friend Straw Hat Luffy. He decides to test their will to be Marines and challenge them, challenges them to a fight. After many ass whoopings, the two chore boys continue to get back up. Garp decides he's going to personally train the two, and he he's also going to keep the Luffy secret between them and keep an eye on it himself. So now, since we've kind of gotten into a little bit more of Garp's character and actually being around him for the whole episode and seeing how he's going to interact with Kobe and, you know, and some of the other Marines and stuff like that, how are you feeling about Garp in this initial, in these these first two episodes here? I feel like he's probably a pretty good dude. Um, He is testing uh, Helmeppo. And Kobe, I think, but he seems like he really wants them to do well, and he is keeping them around, even though he finds out that they're talking about Luffy and that they mm-hmm. know him. Um, and he decides to take them anyway and keep training them. So, I mean, I don't know that he's a father figure, but he's, uh, I don't know, like a mentor, I mm-hmm. guess, it seems. And it, he's not, he doesn't seem corrupt yet. Um, like some of the other Marines we've seen, because we haven't really had very good examples of government from the Marines we've met, right? Mm-hmm. Joker's probably the closest one we've gotten so far, who just does his job the way he's supposed to do it. Um, and he seems kind of genial, but also, you know, he's he, he gets down to business when he needs to. That's just first impressions for me. Seems all right. Okay. Amanda, what about you? Yeah, pretty much the same. He seems like he's got a good conscience, at least for now. Um, and I like that he's taken on that mentorship role and he's starting to train them both himself. Mm-hmm. So he seems decent, for sure, like more than other ones that we've seen before. Okay. So what did you think about the episode as a whole? Now that we don't have to specify Garp. <laughs> um, It was kind of just like, training montage not the whole thing it but was. i mean big training montages part it was different sets of training and ass kicking and <laughs> big lumps on heads from both helmeppo and oh, Kofi, so. a lot of that curses me out i know but i mean like i was impressed they kept getting up and mm-hmm. fighting so i mean they're motivated which is good Kobe took that shirt off. He was like kind of ripped there for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, I had to say it was impressive, but it also weirded me out because his head yeah. and that body did yes. not go together. Yeah. I'm like, is he eight or is he not? I, I think know. he's it's supposed to be 16. Disturbing. Ugh. No. <laughs> Gross. He, his, he still sounds like an eight year old. He does. He, he definitely does sounds like a child. <laughs> uh, what about you, Whitney? What uh, what did you think of episode 69? Yeah, I mean, that was, I don't have a ton of notes for this episode because it was mm-hmm. mostly them training. And like Amanda said, they have different reasons. Helmepo wants his cushy life back, but um, 
Kobe, of course, wants to be successful. Um, I think the most important things that I saw in this episode, besides their progression, was with the straw hats, the the newspaper. Mm-hmm. Um, Luffy sees Kobe in the paper and knows that they're in the Grand Line, which that was quick, that they're already there. Um, but also Nami notices something weird in the paper and doesn't tell anybody. And of course we don't find out in any of these episodes what she was looking at, which was annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And also listen, I know Usopp sucks. I know I get it. Um, the very beginning, he's talking about himself being captain Usopp. Why is he still calling himself captain Usopp? He is not the captain and everybody knows he's not the captain, but then Nami is bossing him around, fix this, do that, fix this. And Usopp is pretty handy. He can fix mm-hmm. things. He takes care of the ship. And he says, hey, Nami, you ever thought about doing it yourself? He's right. Yeah. He's right. She I did doesn't like do him anything there. Else, right? <laughs> I'm like, some somebody needs to call her out on her bullshit. And he did it. And I support him in that. Yeah. And he is handy, like you were saying. I was like, oh, he's like doing a lot of work, actually, which is helpful. Mm-hmm. So. so he is useful. To a point. So here's the thing. No, don't get me wrong. I will, I will uh, give him uh, props there. Like he is the one that like takes care of the ship. But how well is he actually doing it? Like, is he just fixing the pipes with duct tape, or is he actually like getting in there? That's all I'm saying. Like, do we know well, how good? He... Running after going I mean, that's, up a mountain. That's fair. Yeah, it's absolutely be- fair. And the mast is back up after Luffy after Luffy stabbed Laboon with it, so mm-hmm. I think he must and be. The is back. Yeah, like I mean, he, you know, he must be pretty decent at it. So. And nobody else is doing anything. Vivi and Nami are looking at charts and chatting. Yeah, and Zoro's sleeping. <laughs> Luffy's eating and acting like a fool. So and Sanji's cooking. So like somebody's mm-hmm. taking care of the ship. Nope. Yep. You're absolutely right. So, yeah, absolutely I'm fair. I'm just saying, he, he deserves some recognition for that, I thought, because he, he does. exactly right. Nami needs to do her own shit herself. It's fair. I wonder if that's filler or not. <laughs> I hope not, because her character sucked in the episode. <laughs> the small amount it was in there. The small amount. Um... Let's see. So we've already kind of talked about the about Kobe and how Mepo. I know you both said you were surprised that uh, they didn't annoy you as much, that you were kind of liking them a little bit in these episodes. So I did have that note on how you were both feeling about them, but you've kind of already said that. Um, anything else on these episodes before we move on to 70? Nope. I'm ready. All righty. The Straw Hats make their final approach to Little Garden after some fun with a thirsty Karu. Meanwhile, an unknown res- on an unknown resort, Mr. Three and Miss Golden Week enjoy some relaxation until Miss Golden Week re- reveals that she has been sitting on orders from Mr. Zero for several days. Back at Little Garden, the crew notices that even the vegetation seems larger than normal. Luffy decides to go exploring, and Vivi tags along. Zoro and Sanji decide to have a hunting competition while Nami and Usopp remain on the Mary. The explorers quickly figure out that due to the stable climate on this particular island, dinosaurs are still alive and roam this island. 
Whitney, what did you think about episode 70? Um, I think it was a pleasant surprise. Um, I wasn't sure what it was going to be on this island. And I remember from last time when we saw that little footprint, not little, the big footprint <laughs> next to the tiger, I was like, what is this? You know, like this is going to have to be giants of some sort, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that's not a reveal we get this episode, but the next one. Um, I think it's funny that they're all like, we should just stay on the ship. And then immediately Luffy and Vivi are like, we're going to go. Mm -hmm. Um and the uh, we get the reveal of two more agents that work for Baroque Works that are somewhere. Um, what I thought was so funny was um, the guy that we know as Mr. Three is like, don't call me by my uh, private name in public because I don't want people to know that I'm Mr. Three. And then it pans immediately to his hair <laughs> that is in the shape of a three. Are you, I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and I think it's really creepy that a little girl is an agent. I assume she's a little girl. Um, she seems really weird. <laughs> kind of off somehow. I'm not really sure. Mm -hmm. um, but Mr. Three, he's just like a highfalutin, intelligent, big word using kind of guy. I'm not sure what his deal is yet. Um, but he really seems to hate Mr. Five and is kind of happy that he got defeated, which I think the little girl's like, it doesn't make a lot of sense because you don't get anything out of it because mm -hmm. he's not above you. But um, I guess he doesn't like that. He has a devil fruit power. Cause he talks about him relying on that a lot. Um, so I don't know. I guess there's some jealousy or animosity there. Um, the island itself, it was kind of sad because that tiger died immediately, which mm -hmm. I didn't like. Um, that was weird. I'm still not exactly uh, sure what happened to that. Yeah, I don't, it's like he just killed over. I don't, mm -hmm. which maybe he had gotten in a, maybe he was attacked by something mm -hmm. and they didn't realize it until, you know, cause sometimes animals will go off and die. But, um, I think the first hint to the dinosaurs, of course, was that giant bird dinosaur that swooped mm -hmm. on Sanji and it's just funny they're all like hmm that's pretty big wonder if it'll taste good <laughs> <laughs> uh, that might make something good to eat um and then of course you see Sanji and Zoro's rivalry coming into play here to find the the most meat to bring back um and they each find like a giant dinosaur to bring back which made me sad because I don't know. Don't hurt the dinosaurs, right? But I, yeah. I guess you got to eat. Um, and as soon as Luffy found that Brachiosaurus, I'm assuming it was, I was like, he better not hurt that thing because Luffy has a history of hurting animals. And that poor dinosaur is just a leaf-eating dinosaur. Leave him alone. Um, one of the funniest things I thought was when um, Zoro encountered the Triceratops in the jungle and he says we both use three sword style <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's pretty funny oh yeah i love that <laughs> it just seems like everything is huge in this world like even the dolphin they see a dolphin at the beginning and it jumps over the boat and it is gigantic like the size of a cruise liner yeah it was a big dolphin yeah but um, they what is it they say about the dolphin like it's a pirate's best friend or yeah something. something like that yeah they don't really elaborate but i guess it makes sense because isn't that kind of in the real world dolphins are 
like they'll follow with ships and stuff yeah, yeah i think it's supposed to be good luck if you see like a pod of dolphins swimming by your ship or something okay well, that's kind of cool yeah so that makes sense yeah that's kind of the way i was taking it as well yeah um amanda what did you think of this episode this was funny like this one and the next one i was laughing a lot um i let's see they said something at the beginning of this that just made me have a little light bulb i I mean no thought really came out of it but they mentioned that there were seven magnetic forces from reverse mountain and then it just there being seven of them made me think of seven warlords oh i don't know if there's any sort of connection there but just them using seven again was interesting interesting yeah um and i thought (laughs) The duck drinking the little green soda. Uh, that was so, so funny. funny. Out of the straw. <laughs> okay, was that alcohol? Like, I don't do know. I think it alcohol? was. I because they were all know. like laughing afterwards. And he and got then, the little swirly eyes. I think yeah, he got then, brain freeze. That's the way well, I was maybe. thinking it. I mean, because I mean, I can see him being alcoholic too. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they were. She, I mean, she was like, they're acting like idiots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, well, yeah that's kind of that's like that's usual i think yeah i kind of like that nami was like look they're like this pretty much all the time but when it comes mm-hmm. down to it they get shit done yeah so and i think i think that did kind of help calm vv's nerves a little bit you know especially that following that with the dolphin and everything they jumped into uh into action yeah i really did like that whole scene with with uh kind of that was really funny <laughs> yeah and then i loved um luffy like running and jumping and hugging the dinosaur mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he just like clung to it <laughs> um yeah i i was i saw that because like i don't rem- i remember the big events from you know and, and some of the stuff that stands out from a lot of these earlier episodes but so Luffy, like seeing those, I was like, "That this is going to be interesting." <laughs> um, he kept talking about the mountain with holes in it, but they mm-hmm. didn't really elaborate on that. Was that meant to be like a skeleton or something, or like a rib cage of something? Possibly, or is it just a weird mountain? They didn't really. I think, I think it's just meant to be a weird mountain. Okay. He made um, such a big deal of it, and then they never. They never really expanded yeah. on it. Yeah. It just got eaten and then the poor thing got its head cut off. I knew something bad was gonna happen. <laughs> Damn it, Dory. Um let's see. So yeah, we do get the inter- introduction to Mr. Three and Miss Golden Week. Um Mr. Three definitely seems very high class. I don't know if either one of you caught it, but there were actually three panda men in that scene. No, I did not. I didn't notice. I was too absorbed by his ridiculous hairstyle. (laughs) So if you look right here next Mm -hmm. to Miss Golden Week, there's one facing the other way. Mm -hmm. And then in this scene with him sipping tea... If you zoom in behind him, there's one right there. Mm-hmm. In the pool. Yep, in the pool. And then there's one more when he's reading the letter. If you zoom in in the corner, 
Uh, oh yeah, there it is. Okay. Nice. Yeah. It's like in the background there. So yeah, it was, as soon as I saw the first one, I was like, okay, so I want to see how many times it comes back in. And then I just kept seeing a bunch of different ones. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like Panda Man Heaven. Pandemonium. I love it. Me and Amanda were thinking Damn it. <laughs> I'm, how I did you guys? I didn't see him. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Zoro and Sanji argument I thought was really funny because I think that's the first time, like, don't get me wrong, we've seen them have their little bitty spats, but I think that's the first time we've seen them have an openly large screaming match um, mm -hmm. like that. And of course, Zoro instigated with, ah, you need to send me to hunt because you can't do it yourself. <laughs> Zoro definitely instigated that one. Um, they so was, literally have a measuring contest with they the do. Yeah. yeah, that Just was really funny. <laughs> measuring their meat. <laughs> um, I really liked that whenever they got to Little Garden and Luffy's like, I'm going to go exploring. And Vivi's like, cool, I'm coming. Like, um, you know, she's just so relaxed and chill. And it was kind of nice because kind of like Whitney mentioned last week, Nami is a little bit scared of pretty much everything. And so is Usopp. And so, no, while Vivi's not like insanely strong, like Zoro and Sanji and Luffy are, she's not scared either. Like, she's just relaxed and interested in see what's seeing what's going on you know i mean she definitely gets freaked out freaked out by the dinosaurs later but who wouldn't freak be freaked out by that if you see like a freaking 30 story animal sitting right in front of you um so yeah i like i wanted to give vivi a little bit of props for that i really like that about her um and i think that's really it because that, that about covers the whole episode Anything else on this one before we move on to 71? I'm ready. Cool. Um, back on the Mary, Nami and Usopp are approached by a giant who introduces himself as Brogy. Brogy. <laughs> While Luffy plays with some angry long-necked dinosaurs, another giant approaches him and Vivi and is introduced as Dory. Usopp and Nami are taken back to Broggy's camp. However, they are still under the impression that Broggy plans to eat them and not necessarily make dinner for them. After a terrible attempt to flee, the two realize that there are more things to fear on Little Garden than just Broggy. When the volcano erupts, both Dory and Broggy depart their meals with the straw hats and head to their next face-off against each other in a 100-year battle. As the two giants collide, the Straw Hats gaze in awe from different locations. At another location on Little Garden, Mr. Five and Miss Valentine meet up with Mr. Three and Miss Golden Week and hatch a plan to take out Dorian Broggy. Whitney? I can't remember if I went to you first or not. <laughs> Last time. What did you think of episode 71? Uh, this one was good, but it was really frustrating for me because when they do meet the giants, they're so nice. I know. Um, they're very generous and they're like, hey, come eat dinner with us. I'll share all this meat that I have. And um, 
Nami and Usopp act like babies and just will not listen. I mean, he's so nice to them, not threatening at all. And they still run away, which drives me insane. And I mean, I understand they see like a cave full of human skulls, but that is explained later on. But I mean, I I don't know. I just don't understand why they overreacted that way. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was frustrating for me. And also the fact that he told them, um, which Broggy told, I can't remember which giant was with which people, but I think it was Broggy told whoever he was with that it would it would take a full year for the log post to reset and that that's kind of disappointing because i'm like how long are we going to be here because <laughs> you've mentioned before that these episodes go very quickly or not the the episodes go quicker than the time so like we've only been with them a few weeks i guess mm-hmm. at this point and i'm like a year is going to be like 800 episodes i feel like if we stay in this place but I'm hoping there's another way they can get past it. Um, and then I wasn't expecting Mr. Five to show up because I thought he was done for. But mm-hmm. he's fine. Um, and now there's a lot of them together to to try to... It, I don't remember if it was really clear what their plan was besides the fact that they wanted to get the giants because they had a really big bounty on them. Mm-hmm. What was it? A hundred million? hundred million each. Yep. So, um, yeah, not sure what they're going to do. And I don't, like I said, Mr. Three seems like he is not so much going to be using his fighting skills as his brain. Brain. He seems a little more intelligent, I guess, than the others. Um, yeah, I can agree with that for sure. But like, what's the little girl's deal? The little girl? Creep people out? I, you know, I don't know. I guess we're just going to have to wait and figure it out. I guess we are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll say you get clarification on her, uh, what her deal is next, next week's episodes. I'll say that. I think it was pretty cool that they did reveal that the giants were pirates, though. Mm -hmm. Um, And they look like Vikings to me. Yeah. Um, and yes, it, it was uh, Broggy sitting with uh, with Nami and Usopp when he when he told them that it was going to be a year mm. for the log post to to reset. Uh, Amanda, what did you think of episode seventy one? I liked the giants. They were nice and they were helpful and they were like you know giving them information and food and all this stuff. So I don't know why Usopp and Nami were so. I mean, I get it because they were giant, but mm-hmm. I mean, after a little while, it was obvious that he wasn't going to do anything to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the meet off between Zoro <laughs> and Sanji was insane. Like that, I have that one quote, and it's mine is obviously beefier than yours. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable! That was insane. Um, and I thought it was kind of interesting to hear that their battle has been going well has it been going on for a hundred years or is it supposed to go on for a total of a hundred years no it has been going on for a hundred years that's so they're yeah they're quite old then yeah (laughs) i don't know i don't know what the lifespan is of a giant but that's interesting i think they say later on that a hundred years really isn't that long for them yeah yeah, I think they mentioned that as well. I couldn't remember if it was... So I did watch all of the episodes for next week last night, so I couldn't remember where they said that. 
It may be the next episode. I can't remember, but it's, yeah. Somewhere. Because they say it's been like 7,000 some duels they've had. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting that I, I felt like Nami and Usopp were being kind of um, irrational, I guess. Because like you said, Broggy was being extremely nice and Dory was being extremely nice too, but it's just uh, Luffy and Vivi didn't, you know, weren't scared. Like they were just chilling, having a conversation with him until uh, Luffy threatened him. And then Vivi like got a little bit <laughs> worried about Luffy's mouth. That was pretty funny. Um, But uh, yeah, I, I was like, Nami and Usopp, you know, Usopp, you you think you're going to be eaten eaten by this giant. How how filling do you think you're going to be, my friend? Yeah. Because it's like eating half of a drumstick on a, you know, and that, come on, they need a lot more meat than you guys. <laughs> he has like a whole T-Rex head. Yeah, like... <laughs> Like, look at all the meat he's eaten right now, and you're not even an eighth the size of of just the meat, let alone, you know, you including bones and and your mass. So, like, I think that's a little uh, a little unrealistic to think that you're gonna make a good meal for him. <laughs> so, yeah, that was definitely something that popped into my head. Um, I don't really because like not a lot happened on these first few episodes like it's mostly been an introduction to little garden and introduction to dory and broggy so definitely like important stuff happened in in the fact of character building and building the the scene i guess but not not a ton to talk about besides that um are you guys ready to move on to episode 72 let's do it cool after a lengthy duel, the two giants both collapse and call it another draw. They both walk away laughing and already eager for their next face-off. As Dory, Luffy, and Vivi sit around a fire getting to know each other, Dory explains or er, Dory explodes from the inside. Believing it was from the alcohol that came off of the Mary, Dory blames Luffy and becomes furious. Luffy, being Luffy, isn't going to back down and decides to fight Dory. He holds his own, but Dory obviously has the upper hand until he collapses from the internal bleeding caused by the explosion. Luffy now realizes that there is someone else on the island who hurt Dory, since Broggy, uh, Br yeah, Broggy, <laughs> and the other straws wouldn't do that. Elsewhere, it is revealed that Mr. Three and the other three Baroque Works agents are behind the sabotage. The volcano erupts again, and Dory slowly rises to go battle Broggy. Um, so now that we've kind of gotten through these five episodes a little bit, I, I do want to ask, how are, how are you both feeling about Mr. Three and Miss Golden Week, you know, since we've had them here kind of in the background for a few episodes. They don't, I don't know how threatening they seem to me. Not, I don't feel like they're that threatening, mm -hmm. but I mean, 
they're also just like not as annoying as Miss Valentine and Mr. Five. <laughs> um, the girl's definitely creepy. I don't know what her deal is, but um, yeah, I don't know. I guess they're they're fine. They don't seem as devious as I thought maybe that they would at being at that level. Okay. Whitney, what about you? See, I kind of thought, I wouldn't say the opposite, but I was kind of impressed with the plan that they enacted with the exploding alcohol because they were like, okay, so now that this one's injured, he's going to be easier to kill. And we can, you know, the next time the two giants fight, he'll easily overtake him. It won't be as even. Um, that's kind of how I um, understood it, I guess. Mm -hmm. That way that they would have at least one giant that they could use as a bounty or to get the bounty. Um I don't know about Miss Golden Week. She hasn't really done anything. Um, she seems kind of uninterested in everything that's happening. Um, but I don't know. I, I feel like I have to see more of them to see how big of a threat they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. She just I, wants tea. Exactly. That was, I loved that scene where she just like was just staring at the cup and it was like three feet away from her. Just staring at it and finally he gets up and he's like really you can't move three feet to get your own cup <laughs> oh that was really like, funny refill. refill yes and so it was right after that i don't know if you noticed i just barely caught it so whitney already mentioned that his hair is in the shape of a three well mr uh Mr. Five mentions something about Luffy, I think. And Mr. Three goes, what? Straw hat. And like, as he's asking the question, his hair turns into a question mark. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, oh, right. And as he says, oh, right, it turns into an exclamation point. <laughs> I did not notice that. Yeah, so his hair like changed in that scene. It was really funny. Um, Weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed that uh, that little thing with mr three um amanda just as a whole what did you what did you think of of this episode um i really liked that the giants have such respect for each other even though they're engaged in this battle like they they know that like trickery isn't something that's acceptable within these duels mm -hmm. and so that's kind of how they end up figuring out like you know like well brogy wouldn't do this because that's just not like an honorable way to fight so then it kind of has to be hmm. determined like where else that um the exploding alcohol had how else that came about mm -hmm. and Usab obviously has like a a big obsession with Broggy now like mm -hmm. just seeing they're a warrior's warrior you know fighting to their last breath just because they can and you know right stuff like that so and that's definitely something worth noting that you know, as far as Usopp's obsession over them. But anyway, mm -hmm. I kind of cut you off there as well. Did you keep going? No, I mean, I think that was about oh, it. Okay. I did kind of, I did forget about that um, bit with Usopp, but I mean, he seems like he's real eager to become a big and strong warrior. Mm -hmm. Become a giant. <laughs> I shall call you master <laughs> now. And he's like, what? <laughs> oh my God, that was so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm <laughs> <laughs> okay okay guy you just you go right on about that he's already like 
just committed to the fact that they're going to be there for a year. So he's like, I guess I'm going to just be this guy's underling now. <laughs> yeah, I guess we'll just do that. <laughs> um, uh, Whitney, what did you think of this episode? Yeah, I mean, pretty much the same. Um, it's uh, not, I, I'm I'm interested to see what happens because the giant obviously thinks that the straw hats exploded their alcohol. So I feel like that's going to cause some animosity. Um, the funniest thing that I pulled from this one is when the the alcohol explodes in the giant Luffy goes, Oh, giant guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Um, Cause he really likes them obviously for a good reason. Cause they're super nice and they get along really well. And um, like Amanda said, they are very respectable people. They don't really remember why they're fighting because it's been so long, but they know that they just need to, because that's how they get revered in their culture and they can go back home uh, when they've won. But um I don't know. It kind of left on a weird note because the giant thinks that they've been sabotaged and the Baroque works agents are teaming up together and Zoro stepped on a little baby Triceratops, but he did apologize. So people need to take note from Zoro how to treat animals. Step on them. And then if they don't let go, when they bite your foot, just kick them around. He apologized. (laughs) it's like That's if fair. you have a dog or a cat and you accidentally step on their tail or something it makes you feel so bad mm-hmm. at least in my house i feel really bad when i do that but they no, usually sure. do really quick yeah so we've kind of wrapped up these episodes now but we've kind of gotten a little bit you know into little garden now as far as the island itself and uh dory and Broggy. so how are you feeling about the island? Like, do you like where this arc is headed so far? Um, do you, what are you feeling about the giants? I know you both have mentioned that they're, that they seem like super nice guys. Like, you know, any, anything else on them you wanted to, wanted to bring up or anything? I mean, I like the giants and I like the island. It's interesting, but I'm, I don't know if I want to stay there for a year. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I think that would probably get get pretty old. Yeah, I'm 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 ready to see all the new places. Like I like a new place, mm-hmm. uh, and to see yeah. what it's like. And I don't know that this one is going to be much different than what we've already seen. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of feel like they got a lot of the threats out of the way quickly. Like, okay, mm-hmm. there's dinosaurs. Okay, there's giants. Okay, there's a volcano. Like, what mm-hmm. else is there going to be? Mm-hmm. Right. Um. I mean, like the the Baroque Wars. Baroque Wars? Is it wars? Is that works. One? Works those people (laughs) i i called them the numbers gang in my notes that works Um, they're they're around now so i guess we'll see what other shit they get into but Mm -hmm. yeah um i hope they find a way to get out of the get off the island soon because i don't really know what else could quite go on there that one giant was like you could just sail straight randomly and then yeah. they laughed for like 20 minutes and i yeah, don't get it. <laughs> i don't understand why it was so funny like okay i'm okay. not necessarily super sure on that one either and vivi connor even thought it was funny but vivi was getting very frustrated over it like she was not happy that they were joking about trying to figure out how to get off the island so she could get home yeah right yeah she was pissed I don't know. I feel like they're going to figure out a way to get out of there. 
I just don't know how. Okay. And see, that was going to be my next question was how, how do you think they will get off the island? Um, now, I do have one more question for you both before we jump off of here. Um, Mr. Three, it's like, what devil fruit powers do you think he has? Do you think he has any? I kind of just gave it away, but anyway. Well, what I was going to say, I assumed he didn't because he made fun of Mr. Five for it, but I guess apparently he does. Yeah, I think it was more he was making, I think it was more that he was uh, making fun of Mr. Five for how he uses them, maybe. I don't know. Um, Smart, smart powers. Smart. Okay. <laughs> class, class, bougie, bougie powers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, Amanda, what about you? Any guesses? I have no idea, Any to theories? be honest. I, I don't even, like, remember how um influential he was in the whole exploding alcohol plot like that, that kind of just went over my head mm -hmm. <laughs> so i feel like he didn't do anything at all like besides get annoyed at miss golden week yeah so i don't really know what his power could be um transforming his hair into shapes tea they yeah. they did it huh she said that just now. What if he can use his hair as a weapon? Like, what if he can Maybe. use it or Let's... like wrap people up? Okay, yeah. that could be it. They, I, I will say you, you don't actually see him using his power in these episodes. You definitely see a result of it, though. So I will leave it at that. And hmm. in, in the set of episodes, I'm just gonna leave that there. <laughs> in the episodes we just watched. Yep. gunpowder <laughs> nope like remote explosion <laughs> that's mr fives oh yeah that's true i wonder how mr five got that barrel to explode though did he just put boogers in the alcohol and he's like here whenever that hits someone's stomach yeah. it's gonna go boom yeah i guess like let it float in there but mm -hmm. how would you guarantee it wouldn't explode until then I don't know. That's a great question. That was that was something I thought about as well. Um, I really enjoyed this last episode. Um, between the duel, um, it wasn't a ton that that happened. You know, it was mostly fighting, and then, you know, some small conversations between Usopp and and uh, Bragi, and then Luffy and Dory. I really like the connection that luffy is building with dory like i feel like out of ever i'll i'll say it this way usopp i think has more of a of an obsession is feel more can feeling more connected than to these giants than anyone else is but i think his feels a little bit more one-sided to me like he's feeling a ton toward toward uh Bragi, and while Broggy doesn't dislike Usopp. It's with Luffy and Dory. It's more, it, it it's kind of going both ways. Like they are both Luffy and Dory are majorly enjoying each other's company, and they are getting along very, very, very well. Um, so I did like the the like chemistry that was kind of building there between Luffy and 
in Dory for sure. Um, okay, anything else on these episodes before we move into the rest of the stuff that we normally discuss afterward? <laughs> I like how you put a period after every word you just said. I know. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Um, Any more quotes from these episodes? Okay. Yeah, I, after I was done watching these episodes, I was like, okay, I only had two quotes, and both of them were from Garp, and both of them were in the first episode. (laughs) Because I had the donut one and then the one about uh, about who's been killed. <laughs> um, and Pirate Pals for this week. So this one was hard. There were really not any pirates to mm-hmm. from um, mostly just Marines. So I picked two that already have names that I just really appreciated. And that was Broggy and Dory. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. That's fair. I appreciate them. They were good dudes. So make sure you post them on Twitters just because we know who they are. Still definitely uh always do. Twitter love. <laughs> okay. It's X now. It, I Oh yeah. Mine hasn't changed. I've heard that, that it was to going to change, but I haven't seen any results it's, of it's that. It's happened. The app is no longer the little birdie. Now it's Oh, it's yours stupid. changed? Oh, yeah. mine hasn't changed. Hmm. mine no I mean, the apps it updated so gotcha so probably whenever i do update it it'll probably change yeah it's stupid anyway, yeah it's dumb it's, okay. i'm still saying tweets yeah i'm going I'm to not calling well. it x's or whatever the fuck this idiot wants <laughs> <laughs> yeah um piece of shit for these episodes Oh my god, this was hard because there were it like was. both of these were hard. Yeah. I kind of like only can could come up with Morgan because he was such a dick, but he was only in that beginning portion. Mm-hmm. And he did like his actions caused problems for other people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um I mean, even though I guess in a way He did kind of act- help further further helm up on Kobe. That's what yeah. I was gonna say. Thank you for yeah. interrupting. Sorry. But <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um but no, yeah, like who knows if they would have ended up on the grand line mm-hmm. if that didn't happen. I don't know. It was just so hard because nobody really caused problems except for I guess whoever exploded the alcohol that that seems like it's going to cause some conflict and problems for the straw hats mm-hmm. um, yeah. because the giants are not going to trust them anymore. And that was kind of like their only protection, right? Cause it seems like it's really hard to survive on this Island because of all the dead people. Mm-hmm. And if you were allied with the giants, you probably would be okay. Cause you know, the dinosaurs and stuff wouldn't eat you, but that might cause problems in the future. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that's my instinct is to go with Mr. Three or five or whoever. Yeah. Amanda, any, uh, any thoughts or nominations? Like she yeah. said, these were hard. Yeah. I mean, not beyond, I think what we just discussed makes sense. Yeah. I mean... But I don't know like which one specifically, if it's that whole group. 
we're allowed mm-hmm. to do a whole group of people. Baroque works. Um, yeah. <laughs> The three um, gang what did you call them the number gang the numbers gang <laughs> the numbers gang even though it's only half of it and then the other two are like just random names random days um yeah. what's a yeah. golden week anyway uh i don't know just like all all sunday is that what that other one was yeah miss all, all sunday all sunday just yeah not miss sunday them. miss all sunday all sunday not just the morning yeah. But then Valentine's, I guess, is like a holiday. holiday. Yeah. It's not a day. It's not like Thursday or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, because like it was hard to pick up uh, what, because, you know, like it seems like the guys, you know, they're obviously numbered, but the the girls are, I couldn't figure out the pattern there. Like if they were ranked by a certain day or something, I was like, why is one Valentine's you know miss valentine and the other one's miss monday and then you got miss all sunday like how do you how do you rank them um and so i was like trying to do some research to see what was going on and it really just said that um the and that the girls get um their nicknames are days of the week or holidays so valentine makes sense in that aspect mm-hmm. now miss all sunday i don't know if that's possibly a holiday you know if all sunday is possibly a holiday somewhere um you know in some culture because i know oda definitely likes to bring in different cultures from around the world uh and like make references to to different cultures and golden week might be might be a holiday or a, a special week for some culture in the world so Maybe that's something we look into, you know, uh, we look into for next uh, next week's episodes because she'll be back. Um, yeah, that's something to keep in mind. Um, for piece of shit, I went with Mr. Three. So we pretty much all were, were riding in on that. I do think that Mr. Five, like, because he does have like the bomb bomb fruit or some shit. So I do think that he was the one that was like did the actual effort of blowing up internal dory but i think mr three was the one that like told him how to use it he's kind of like the mastermind at this point it seems like Mm -hmm. um so yeah i gave him a negative for that one and he seems like uh he seems like more of a conniver than anything like a, you know he sneaks around and and hides in the bushes and he's just not willing to face his opponents and i don't i'm not a big fan of that like right. you know i feel like if you're gonna fight someone the least you can do is allow them to know you're there allow them to even know that they have an opponent you know mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the way Mr. F- Mr. Three is going about this uh, war on the Giants or the Straw Hats. So I went with Mr. Three. So. I'm good with that. Cool. Yeah, sounds then, good to me. All righty. And MVPs. The also Giants. <laughs> the Giants. <laughs> The Giants, I can give it to I can give it to Dorian Bragi. Um they were really instrumental in them surviving. They were. Yeah. For sure. And they were, you know, 
big guys. They were the center of the episodes, you know, and a lot of these episodes were just building them and building their hundred year duel. And yeah, definitely a lot of it's revolving around them. Mm -hmm. So I went with Garp because I was having trouble thinking of anyone. I was like, you know, I really liked Garp's introduction, but yeah, I can definitely give it to to Dorian Broggy for sure. Yeah. Or even, I even said maybe even Kobe because like he kind of went for it, you know. Look at Amanda give damn it. Look at Whitney giving Kobe the MVPs. <laughs> I he mean, didn't go for it. He was an option. And you know, he went after Axe Hand. If he had not done that, Helmeppa would be dead. He'd have mm-hmm. been cannon fodder. I mean, it just I don't know. But Garp also, you know, took them in and now they're going to be in the grand line. I don't know how influential mm-hmm. that's going to be in the story, but it makes sense if they're going to the grand line, something may happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know, and taking two, it's just two separate stories. It's hard it, to. It, you know, it is, and especially because it really did split it in half. You know, we only watched five episodes, and yet, even as small of a chunk as that is, it's getting split in half between two episodes taking place one place and then three taking another place. So we essentially have either the two to work with or the three. We don't really have a whole set of five. Right. So. Hmm. Dead air. I did. I was thinking you were contemplating something still. So I don't know. I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, yeah, Garp is a good option too. I don't know. Hmm. I guess if we're going to look and see who was most influential in helping the Straw Hat story, it would probably be the Giants, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it just goes back to our conversation last week about how do we interpret MVPs? Is it who is furthering the Straw Hat story, or is it the person that you're walking away from the episodes thinking about more. Now, granted, I think a lot of times it's going to be the same person, but sometimes there's going to be a difference. I don't usually think about anybody afterwards. (laughs) 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 So, yeah, I'm I'm 100% okay with giving it to Dorian Broggy. Okay. Cool. We will give it to them. Um, okay, and then next week's episodes are 73 to 77. Um, anything else? And I, I did look, I was like, do we have it? Because it, it felt like lately that we had like a lot of partial filler episodes and then the filler arc that we skipped and stuff like that. I was like, it, so it kind of felt like we've been all over the place lately with where we're only paying attention to a little bit of this episode and a little bit of this episode and stuff. So I looked at like the anime filler list that we've been following to see how long we have before any more filler. And actually pretty much everything between now and the time we'll start reviewing the live action is all straight canon. Like we don't have any more filler, I think, until like episode 100 or something like that or 98 so uh it's it's pretty much all canon from for a while now so no more skipping episodes and stuff like that for 
for a little bit. So 73 to 77 next week. And Whitney, Amanda, anything else before we uh, call it an episode? I'm just getting super excited about the live action. Yeah, me too. Like day by day. I am as well. I think it's going to be really good. And here, here's the thing that I'm not looking forward to in my head. It's the fact that I want to watch the whole thing, but I also feel like I need to do, you know, watch one episode each week for this so we can get initial reactions on each episode. <laughs> and so I've, I've got that internal debate going on on how exactly we can do that. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard to have it all there just in your face and you mm -hmm. get it all. Right yeah then. and not being able to to watch it like you know reviewing something on disney plus or something like that where it comes out one week at a time that's one thing because you can only review that one episode each week but it's not going to be like that for us yeah so yeah. i don't know and maybe maybe i know a lot of people are going to hate me for saying this maybe they'll only release half the season at a time like they did with like lincoln lawyer so by the time we get done with the first four episodes, then they're releasing the next set of four episodes. So maybe we get to do something like that. Maybe it wouldn't burn a hole in my head as much. <laughs> but no. I don't know. So I guess we'll see how that works out and I will just have to deal with it. Um, all right. Well, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok at going merry pod and you can also support the show by leaving a five-star rating on your podcast platform of choice it really does go a long way getting the show out there it makes us feel fantastic seeing that you guys are uh enjoying the enjoying the podcast enjoying one piece watching it with us and uh you know and just knowing that that you're having a good time um so let us know send us feedback um and, uh, you know, we'd love to talk to you. Whitney, Amanda, anything else before we close? No? Okay. You <laughs> give me a blank look. All right. I'm so, Dinosaurs. okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I hope everyone has a great week. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Bye.